Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. Welcome. Happy Hump Day, Trump Day. It's 8.07. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always yes. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Lots of stories, including space junk that is predicted to fall out of the sky around 11.30 our time. And they're not sure where it's going to go. It's from uh, European uh, Space Center. And uh, it's coming. It's about uh, 5,000 pounds and the size of a school bus. Other than that, <laughs> nothing to worry about. Wow. I feel better. All right. Um Let's uh, let's check in with State Senator Keith Perry. Good morning. How are you doing? I am doing well. We're in our last uh, three weeks. We got we'll finish up this week. We got uh, two more to go, and so it's a kind of a, a rush to the finish line. One of the things uh, on the list I wanted to ask you about was um, uh, squatters versus uh, property rights. Um, how's that moving along? You know, it is obviously getting pushback from, you know, leftist groups on this thing that, you know, think that we should protect people who break into your home. Uh, it's pretty amazing that we have uh, laws on the books that don't protect homeowners. Um, and, and so we're going to change that. This bill, uh, you know, and there's some safeguards into that. We're, you're not going to throw people out who have a legitimate right to be in the house. But people are just moving in. And if you watched the uh, uh, news in Jacksonville, Lady Miss Peoples, you know, she had two rental properties. She retired, thought she'd buy some rental properties, fixed them up, decided to put one for sale, put a for sale sign up. Next thing you know, people are living in it. Uh, she drives around the corner from her house, and uh, there's pit bulls in the front yard. She goes in the back. She confronts this lady. This lady threatens her. She calls the police. Uh, she's outside because the, th- the lady threatened her. So she's outside of her own house, and the police come and say, no, you can't, you can't do anything. Um, and so she lived there six weeks. The lady had to get a lawyer, sue, and uh, eventually won. But the, the lady that they did about $40,000 in damage. And then that, that lady and that family, moved, when they finally got evicted, moved uh, a few blocks away into another vacant house. Oh, my. That's, I agree. That's frustrating, ridiculous. I know that it was always, you know, the evil land barons would, you know, kick somebody out to get $10 a month more in rent. That's why laws existed, I guess, to protect renters. But now um, we never thought that property owners would need protection, but they sure do. This is a nationwide problem. At least we're addressing it in Florida. Yeah, and we're going to, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. We had a little few hiccups, like say, there's some, some groups here, unfortunately, that get behind the scenes and do stuff. But I'm 
Um, we've got it through two committee stops. I'm going to hopefully have it up in rules, which will be the last committee stop next week, and then uh, we'll get it to the floor, um, you know, before the, before we finish. But this is, you know, critical protecting people's property. So, so we did, you know, we, we'll get that done. Um, got a couple other things. We yesterday we passed uh, the last stop of a bill. This is pretty simple bill on the history of communism. You know, we used to teach that a long time ago. Yeah. in the high schools. If you would, if, if anybody, any of your viewers want to go on, I chair education appropriations. We heard this in our bill in our committee yesterday by Senator Collins. If you want to go online, just go uh, floridasenate.gov, go to the video archives of yesterday's education appropriations. You listen to the testimony of people who came from Cuba, Venezuela. Uh, they had a huge group from uh, Vietnam. And when the, the communists took over South uh, Vietnam, you're talking about some of the most horrific personalized stories uh, that are just, you know, they're unbelievable. And, and we're not teaching people. You know, there's, there's some surveys that show, I don't know, 20 or 30 percent of youth in uh, high school and college think that communism and socialism are okay. You hear the real-life testimony. This, you know, we're not talking about ancient history. We're talking about stuff that just happened in our lifetime and is still happening, obviously. It, it's horrific what these people, um, these uh, tyrants do when they take over um, a, a country. So that, that was a real important bill. Um, we had a lot of attention. Um, we had a few people who waved in opposition. I wanted to almost call them up to the podium and ask them why would they not, yeah. why would they oppose this, but I didn't, we, we didn't have enough time in our committee on that. Uh, these are crazy times we're living in. I mean, look, look at how the Attorney General said you're a domestic terrorist if you actually care about your kids' education, the curriculum, and you show up at a school board meeting. But, you know, uh, this governor has stood strong and looking out for parental rights. Uh, my understanding is House Bill 1069 expands upon those parental rights. Is that correct? Yeah, and, and Bob, let's think about this. We we worry about a lot of things. We worry about voter integrity and all these things are every year and voter fraud. All you have to do is just educate an, a, a generation the, on the wrong stuff, and, and you lose every election anyway. I mean, it, you know, you elect the wrong people. And so education is critical. And, and another thing, if you want to watch the video, you can go on the Latcher County School Board. So we passed a bill saying that here are certain topics – are inappropriate uh, for certain age groups. They call it book banning, and if you want to call it pornographic book banning, I guess you can, but uh, we, we don't burn books. We say they're just not appropriate in certain government facilities, which are schools or government facilities, and we're not going to have your kid. Uh, there's a lady named Crystal Murrell, uh, who's a professor at the University of Florida, who opposed to a couple of books. Do you know what the school board did? These forms you have to fill out are pretty detailed, the very first thing that the school board did was release her personal information to the media. And, of course, you imagine being a professor at UF, uh, what would happen when wow. you're part of the book ban? Um, she was just people she thought were really close friends and allies suddenly, have, have, you know, disassociated. Well, if you watch just her last um, hearing, you're supposed to make an objection and then it's up to the school board to prove that the book should be. They're not up to you to prove that it should be off. You watch a two-hour kangaroo court that our school board funds, pays for an attorney uh, to be on that, uh, to fight this lady on these books that are blatantly inappropriate for young kids in elementary school, blatantly. And But we have a school board that spends taxpayer dollars to fight these things, you, again, you can go online, go to the school board, look at the archives. 
uh, look at this thing, and you, you'll be disgusted that we have a school system and a school board that allows this to happen and treats parents this way. Um, so I'm looking at how we can change that. It's, it's tough this year, um, but I'm still looking at any tweaks we can do. And if not, I'm going to try. I won't be here, but we're going to try to get people to change that next year to protect the parent who has a legitimate complaint against the school board. You, you've been all over this issue. You brought materials here into the studio when you were here at one time, and the the, the language and the materials that were based for, for kids, I think they were like in fifth or sixth grade, we couldn't really talk about them on the air. It, it wasn't the proper setting, yet they want to feed the kids this kind of stuff. So uh, I know I know what you're talking about, and like you say, people can go to that Florida Senate.gov site, let me ask you one more thing about uh, another bill, nicotine products. What's going on there at Senate Bill uh, 1006? Yeah, so that's a bill I had. We had a hearing yesterday, the the last committee hearing, and then we'll get that to the floor. Uh, we had a lawsuit. The state of Florida sued Juul and a lot of these other manufacturers on deceptive marketing practices that they were used doing. And I think out of the 21 cases, they've settled 20. I think only one is still in suit. But what happened was, and those, all the companies, Juul and, and all those, as soon as that lawsuit found it, stopped that marketing toward children. And uh, But as soon as they did, these Chinese companies come, came in, and now Florida is the number one na- state, state in the nation to get illicit and illegal vaping uh, drugs and uh, the, the products that distribute uh, that. So my bill simply says you have to be registered with the FDA. And if you're not registered with the FDA – that the state of Florida, FDA regulates all the nicotine products. So we're not we're not rewriting the regulations on it. We're saying they have to be approved by the FDA. If you try to sue a company in China, uh, you know, good yeah. luck. You yeah. take eight, ten years, you can do it. And you could win in eight or ten years, and then you'll never get a judgment. And these co- companies are just changing their name. So you're, you're seeing we have um, vaping equipment or whatever you call it, dispensers, that look like a highlighter. Uh, wow. We had them that sit on your jacket like a drawstring on your jacket. Uh, they even have, I was talking to uh, uh, one of my colleagues, a black senator from South Florida, who said that they have hair braid things that are not their uh, vaping things. So, it's it, you know, we're going to get some regulation in that, and we're not trying to end vaping. We're not trying to regulate vaping except for to say you have to go under the FDA. And the FDA is not doing their job as far as enforcement of their own rules, so we're going to give power to the state of Florida to enforce some of these rules right right on state senator keith perry we always appreciate your time when the uh session's over we invite you to come in the studio and talk about some of the things uh, you were able to accomplish we'd love to hear from you again all right bob and greg thanks take care all right great to hear from you state senator keith perry on the bob rose show good morning and welcome we've got a lot more to talk about including uh donald trump and the town hall meeting last night in south carolina it's coming up on 97.3 the sky Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sean Hannity. Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting. Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been using those methods. On 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. 821 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy here as well. And the time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. So we just had State Senator Keith Perry on the air. And if you missed it, all you got to do is follow the sky and never miss a minute with just a click of the sky 973.com slash follow or download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you get the show, the Bob Rose Show podcast, every minute of the show. You can stay connected because he really did cover a lot of material. And remember, you know, the words of Ronald Reagan, you know, we have this constitutional republic, these freedoms, it's all great, but at any given time, you know, it's only a generation away from us losing it. You know, that we have to be vigilant. Here we are. You know, here's here's the new generation coming up. And they haven't been taught about the downside of socialism and communism. They haven't really been taught about it. So it starts to take on sort of a romantic kind of theme. You know, Che Guevara shirts, things like that, born out of sheer ignorance. So Ronald Reagan, of course, was right And he warned us. And then, you know, the issue about property rights and the story that State Senator Perry shared with us about this woman, I believe, in Jacksonville, who, you know, had a couple rental properties. It was basically her, you know, her income as part of her retirement as, you know, she advanced in age. And she put one of the homes up for sale and squatters moved in and took her many weeks and... Like $40,000 in damage they did, plus she had to pay attorneys and all that. And then the family that was squatting went down the road and moved into another home under very similar circumstances. That's just crazy. It is. And and, and I can tell you, historically, you know, poor people didn't have much choice. And so they'd go to rent, let's say, this beat-up apartment. Sure. Well, another family would come along and say, hey, I'll give you $10 more a month. Remember that ten dollars would be the equivalent of more today, but still, for a for a small amount more, yeah, I, I'd like to get that apartment. So the greedy, you know, landowner, homeowner, whatever, kicks out the people. They had no rights; they were renters. Mm-hmm. Get out! They didn't have any recourse. So the law, you know, came in and and helped these people to prevail when they were getting unlawfully booted. From the premises. Well, of course, those laws got strengthened and to the point to when the homeowners, yeah. it's almost like they were guilty until proven innocent. I really own this home. Mm-hmm. And that nightmarish story that Keith Perry shared with us, I know has been duplicated oh, yes. We've heard many, that. many times. Yeah. And the squatters are getting, they're, 
uh, they're much more educated, if you will, on how to buy time, how to play the game. Most of these people don't work. They've got nothing else to do. They're going to play the game at your expense. They don't give two, well, squats about mm-hmm. you, for lack of a better term. Well, and you got these advocates for them fighting for their rights, which you shouldn't even, that point, even have any rights. You're squatting. Yeah. It's just, it's a mess. I mean, I, I, un- this, I understand protecting good law-abiding Absolutely. renters, yes. but, I mean, that's protected these days by the signing of a lease, and the terms are very clear. And the person renting you the house, if they break the terms of the agreement or vice versa, again, that's clear. Breach mm-hmm. of contract. Something's been drawn up. For people who can just squat in the house and say, well, we're here, yeah, and then law enforcement's hands are tied, which, you know, I don't know if I fully understand that. If they can't prove they're there, oh, can you show me a lease? Now you're trespassing. Show me, sh- you know what? Show me your canceled check. Show me even where you did bank withdrawals on a monthly basis sure. to pay the rent. Anything. Right. Show me something. Right. Or get out of the house. You know, we'll, we'll be back in 24 hours. Be gone. Yep. Yes. So, yes, you've got to strengthen that side of the <laughs> It's mm. the property owners that are paying property taxes. They're adding and helping uh, making society better, and these squatters are getting away with it. Look, we're rewarding bad behavior. Absolutely. When has that ever turned into something good? Never. When you reward bad behavior, it invites more of it, much more of it. And that's exactly what's taking place. But how many times you do stories, that, unfortunately, is a common theme in our society right now. Is that all part of the plan? Well, yeah, I, I think, you know, within that whole framework of the rules for radicals type thinking, mm-hmm. Saul Alinsky um, and, and the far left, the Marxist. Yeah, I mean, that's look, anything they can do to disrupt law and order and create chaos. Certainly, yep. this is one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, and it's sad. It, it, it's sad that then you've got to have lawmakers that go to work and they've got to rectify uh, the law, strengthen the law. But in many cases, you might still have to get an attorney and things like that. It's just... Um, well, it's like with the woman with the house. I think she's going to get back her attorney's fees from no. the squatters. And the $40,000 in damage they it's did? Just no. Gone. No. No. I mean, because usually renter's insurance is different than homeowner's insurance. Usually the renter's insurance is purchased by the renter. I'm right. sure they didn't have that. No. And then I don't know what you can do as a property owner if you have a case for damage done to right. rental property. I'm, I'm a, just not that familiar. Damage by a third party. So, yeah, you, right. you would hope there's some recourse there. But you've still got a deductible. And, and yeah. You know, so. Yeah, and try to get blood out of turnips. I mean, these yeah, people exactly. are turnips. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say that. Turnips are good. Yeah. Good for you. That's a good point. All right. We've got a lot of other things we're going to get to, including suing the state because they took away your kid because you didn't use the correct pronoun. I'm serious. We'll dig into this one next on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. It is 828. Happy Hump Day, Trump Day. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. 
trending right now on this sky. We executed our constitutional duty, impeaching Secretary Mayorkas. It's now time for the Senate to do its duty. The allegations are false. As it happens. Failure to support Ukraine at this critical moment will never be forgotten. The bill was never really about securing our border, but about securing another's country's border. The news station. Inflation. Prices are still too high. News. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Stay on top. News here in Florida. At the top. I turn on the sky. Boom. News. News at the top. Every hour. News that affects my life. When I need it. My news. Sky News. The news station. News Talk. 97.3. The Sky. Everywhere you turn, almost every story we do, it makes you scratch your head, shake your head. It, yeah. The world has really gone cuckoo Mm-mm. for Cocoa Puffs. They're just cuckoo. Mm, yeah. Cocoa Puffs. Hey, it is uh, 8.34. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy, and thank you for doing that. Thank you for supporting what we do. We really appreciate it. So, yeah, the whole pronoun pronoun thing and all that, rearing its ugly head. So there's a Catholic couple in Indiana. They're asking the Supreme Court to hold the state of Indiana accountable for keeping their child out of their home. Were they abusing the child? Refused to get the child medical care? Were they starving the child? Were they were they treating this child in in any way that, you know, could be called malicious or dangerous or hurtful or no. They simply declined to use his chosen name and pronouns. Uh, you know, typically, uh, from what I remember traditionally, it's actually parents who decide what their child is going to be called and named. Well, that might be changing. Real. That might be changing. Okay. The state now is going to step in. Yeah. Um, I mean, how dare you even suggest uh, what your child is, <laughs> okay. it's based on how they feel. Uh-huh. You shouldn't name that child till they're at least seven. <laughs> and then, based on what name they choose, you get the appropriate uh, surgical enhancements to make their little dreams come true. This is a mess. It is crazy. In MC versus JC versus the uh, MC and JC versus Indiana Department of Child Services, that's Mary and Jeremy Cox. They're appealing to the Supreme Court after they were investigated by Indiana officials for refusing to refer to their son using pronouns and a name consistent with his biological sex. And, you know, they would know, like, it's your child. Mm -hmm. They're there when the child's born. Yeah. They're there when the birth certificate is done. You take the child, the birth certificate home. Um. That child is born uh, with either one of two sexes, unless they're literally a one in 35 million case, or maybe even higher than that. So uh, Beckett is pursuing the case on behalf of the Coxes, arguing state courts allowed Indiana to keep the child from living in his parents' home due to their disagreement with the child's gender identity because of their religious beliefs. Does it even have to go... To the religious beliefs? It shouldn't have to go that far. It, it shouldn't. You're it should be a simple uh, yeah. biology. Yes. And the state can come in and say, hey, you know, at 18, you can make all kinds of decisions, including how you want to dress and the name you want to go by. Sure. But for right now, uh, you no. have to, whatever happened to respect your parents? Yeah. 
Honor honor your mother and your father? Oh. Mm, it gets in the way. Yeah. Isn't that crazy, though? Um, notably, upon completing the investigation, the state determined the allegations of abuse were unsubstantiated, but, but still argued that the disagreement over gender, gender identity was distressing to their child. Are you kidding? Oh, my God. You know what else is distressing to a child? Do a chore. Go pull those weeds. Yeah. Can you help with the dishes? Dad needs you outside. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, how do you determine what distressing is? You know what t- distressing when I was growing up? Uh, I got a test Monday morning, and I didn't study for it. Whoops. Yeah. Whose fault was that? Uh, your own. That's right. But we can't do that anymore. Everything is blamed on someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was, they thought, the state felt like it was distressing their child. Yeah, you know, discipline can be distressing. Yeah, because it's sometimes not fun. Yeah. You don't enjoy it. No. But is it good for you? Yes. Okay. You're there to raise a child, R-A-I-S-E, mm-hmm. that doesn't just include Feeding, clothing, and housing the child. That's not raising a child. Right. And all the things that go with that. Of course, that's not important anymore. And in fact, think about it. The destruction of the family is what a lot of these far-left weirdos want to see. Lori Wyndham, Vice President, Senior yep. Counsel at Beckett, told Fox News Digital that no parent should ever have to endure what Mary and Jeremy have been forced to go through. Keeping a child away from loving parents because of their religious beliefs, even when the state admits there was no abuse or neglect, is wrong and it's against the law, she said. The court should take this case and make clear that other states can't take children away because of ideological disagreements. Let me just throw something in there, Greg. What would happen if the parents wanted the kid to identify as, say, a girl, and the little boy didn't want to go along with it? Now, that would be distressing. And that would have also been a time in our country where that would have been seen as wrong. Yeah, abusive. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. But then that child might be taken out of your custody because you literally are messing with that child's head. Yeah. Yeah. So the state looks at it like you're messing Man. with their head if you try to refer to what they were at their biological wow. birth. It's crazy. In it's 2019, uh, Mary and Jeremy's son told them that he identified as a girl, but in line with their Catholic religious beliefs that God created human beings with immutable uh, sex, male or female. They did not believe in referring to him using pronouns in a name inconsistent with his biology. I mean, that was 2019. It's 2024. Are you kidding me? In addition, the Coxes believe that their son was struggling with underlying mental health conditions, which a lot of people don't go there, mm-hmm. but which is either at the root or very much a part yes. of this whole equation. Mm-hmm. Tell kids that are already have some issues, you know, drum into their head that, hey, you know what? Maybe it's because... You know, you're really uh, a girl inside. Mm-hmm. And that you don't feel good about life, maybe because of that. You plant these seeds and ideas. Put it in the shows they watch. Maybe uh, on the social media platforms they're on. 
Maybe but, your school counselor. Make it not just acceptable, make it cool. Yes. Kids with mental health issues want to be accepted by mm-hmm. a group. Yep. Here's a group that will accept you. Right? Yep. Wow. Uh, the Coxes believe that their son was struggling with underlying conditions, including an eating disorder, so they sought therapeutic care for both. But in 2021, Indiana officials began investigating the Coxes after a report found they were not referring to their child by his preferred gender identity. Wow. Removing the teen from their custody and placing him in a gender-affirming home. Oh, my goodness. That's the power of the state. Boy, if you think this can't happen, this is, this is not some other country in Europe where they're even farther ahead of this crazy curve. That's here. What would, how would we change the saying, as long as you're under my roof, the state can come in at any time and tell me what to do. So you're right, young man, young lady, Whatever young you be. she, her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is crazy. It is. And uh, they claimed that uh, the Coxes... Made the child's eating disorder worse. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Even though it worsened further after he was removed and placed in a transition-affirming home. And remember, they were already seeking health care for the child to deal with that issue, the eating issue. The Indiana Department of Child Services declined, of course, a uh, Fox News request for comment, saying DCS does not comment on ongoing litigation, right? They won't comment on any ongoing investigation. But they'll come take your kid. Yeah. That they will. And not be held accountable? Yeah. Wow. See, that's a lot of power. That's... And That's these are and fun. these are like uh, what do you call them? They're they're government kind of bureaucrats, if you will. Sure. And they're like, uh, yeah, I have the power to take your kid. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah, watch this. Mm-hmm. And once they can do it, do you think they go, ooh, maybe we're a little over the top on that one, or do they think I'll use this power whenever and wherever I think it's appropriate, and I think it's appropriate almost all the time. Yep. This is what every parent is afraid of, Mary and Jeremy said in a press release. We love our son and wanted to care for him, but the state of Indiana robbed us of that opportunity by taking him from our home and banning us from speaking to him about gender. We're hopeful that the justices will take up our case and protect other parents from having to endure uh, the nightmare that we did. Wow. And when the case was first heard in trial court, Indiana officials argued that the child should be in a home where she is accepted for who she is. Yep. And they restricted visitation just a few hours once a week from a growing child. Wow. And barred him completely, barred them completely from them speaking about religious views on human sexuality and gender identity. The court determined that the Coxes were fit parents. But it upheld the removal of their child. And that was upheld by an appeals court. That makes no sense. Punish the family. Punish religion or Christianity. Yep. Punish those things. Break them down. Break down morality, ethics, society. Break it down. Mm -hmm. And so far, they're getting away with it. 845 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And there's a lot more to talk about coming up on 97.3 The Sky.
Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The Dana Show. Sitting online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome, my friends. It's the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's 849. It's also a happy hump day, Trump day. Trump was on with Laura Ingram. uh, Town hall meeting yesterday, Greenville, South Carolina. Great crowd on hand, rousing applause when the president came in. He looked good. Oh, yeah. Looked healthy, strong in his statements. He looked strong physically. And, uh, well, one of the questions that came up was because he is, uh, you know, they tried to do the Russia, Russia, Russia thing and put him together with Putin. Mm -hmm. The question was, uh, would you be soft on Putin? I had sanctions on Russia that nobody's ever put there before. In fact, Biden took them off. It's just misinformation. Anybody that walked in and ended, and remember this, Putin took land from every president of our last five, except for one, me. Ooh. Yeah, there's something to say about wow. that, isn't there? I mean, there uh, how does a left argue that? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, there, there, there are so many things that the you know the mainstream media is just not going to tell you when it's positive about Trump. The Abraham yeah. Accords, you know, that that was huge in the Middle East. And they, they're just, they don't want to tell you that. And they don't want to tell you how the tariffs have been highly effective. In protecting business and in penalizing, uh, like the Chinese that dump products mm-hmm. and end up, you know, destroying whole sets of manufacturing here in this country. But anyway, you know, the best way is to hear it from, you know, from him yourself. Yeah. In a lot of cases, right? Oh, and he did say I watched it, and he said that yeah, he would have as many debates, you know, pretty much what Biden was willing to do. Well, that's zero. Yeah, that's what he thinks. He thinks he probably wouldn't, but he says, I think the American people, you know, need to need to know, you know, about this choice that they have. They need need to be informed. They need to know. And uh, yeah, he said he would debate him, you know, any time, as many times as he would. I I can't see it happening. He even went so far as to say, I don't care if uh, CNN moderates it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Joe, just, I mean, again, you'd have to pump him up on whatever they did for his last, uh, you know, speech when they ended up calling him basically a senile old guy. Uh, whatever they gave him that night kind of kept him going for a while. But to get through a whole debate, which, you know, asking, answering questions that hopefully they wouldn't be giving them ahead of time, uh, that'd be tough for him. Well, they, they have powerful stimulants. Uh, 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 Provigil or something it's called. Provigil. Yeah. That um, I know the White House gives out. Right. And this would be something that, you know, maybe pilots on a mission, things like that, or your special forces might possibly procure stuff like that. Um, It is given to people that do like shift work where maybe their shifts change often, Mm. but doctors are extremely reluctant to give it out because it is so powerful. And uh, I, I think he's probably on that or something very similar. Well, we see more than one Joe Biden. I mean, you've got the moments where 
everyone around is applauding, reacting to something, and he's standing there just like nobody's well, home. And you wonder, do they have long-term studies of people that they stimulate like this that have a deteriorating capacity yeah. can get them to operate at a higher capacity but very temporarily, yes. and then is there a long-term cost to to pay for that. In other words, when they come down, mm, right. will they come back a little more deteriorated and so on? Right. You know what I mean? Like you, actually you've adding used, to you've the used process. You've up those cells already. They don't come back. Yeah, kind of a thing, but yeah. Yeah? Well, right. It, well, yeah, I guess how would you look at it? Like, you know, you got a 12-cylinder engine when you're 40 and exercising and you're at your peak. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then you still got that engine, but, you know, only 10 cylinders are working. Right. And then only eight. Now... Can you make an eight-cylinder perform like a 12-cylinder? Yeah, temporarily, and you run right. it at 11,000 RPMs, and then it blows up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Just there's, saying. There's definitely more than one of him. So. Maybe he needs a different kind of performance-enhancing drug. Okay. Maybe it's not a drug that he needs. Maybe it's a computer chip. Huh. Elon Musk has just recently been nominated uh, for a Nobel Peace Prize. But that has to do with his great work in defending uh, freedom of speech by the purchasing of Twitter, now X. And uh, so he is being nominated officially. But Elon Musk, also in the news for this, he claims that Neuralink's, that's his company, Neuralink, uh, the first human patient with the company's what they're referring to in this article as creepy brain chip implant, <laughs> okay. All right. can now move a computer mouse cursor using just their thoughts. Hmm. When, when you hear me say that, what, what comes to mind? I think several things, though. I don't know. It, 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 okay. It's a little weird. Real quick. I used to have these dreams, and I still get them every once in a while, but they're way spread out than they used to be, yeah. that I had the power in my mind right. to move something. Okay. A lot of times, <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but I'd wake up after that kind of dream, and I would have a headache. Like, sure. I must have really been oh, yeah. concentrating in my right. dream. So so you've got that, that ability that I think is kind of a dream that humans could mm-hmm. do. Without touching it, they could move something. Sure. The, it also makes me think of... What was a movie at one point called Firestarter? Oh, yeah. I think right. it was a little girl that yes. could just think hard enough, and she could start a fire. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm just wondering, wow, what is this going to open us up to? Neuralink. And, and, and wow. since it is, you know, related to the computer and all of that, I guess there's a, a possibility of it getting hacked? Oh, no, there's a whole other weird thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. This is sounding a little more uh, sci-fi every time we get a little, another thought that kind of progresses. And and then how does AI come into this? This is Bob Rose, your cyborg radio host. Well, they don't even sound like that anymore, The though, only thing different is Bob Rose never made a mistake. <laughs> kachortle, kachortle. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, yeah. They think this implant, I guess, is working. Hmm. Okay. At least anecdotally. Yeah. So what's next? Good question. I know what's next. What's that? Nine o'clock stretch.
Really? Yep, and okay. I know what else is next. What's that? We're going to talk to State Senator Blaze Ingolia. Look at you. Always has some interesting uh, things on the agenda, so uh, stick around, my friends. We will get into that momentarily. All right? You're listening to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local on 97.3 The Sky. Very happy to hear you give everyone the truth. I am so happy I, I can just scream. Sad. I'm very sad the way this country is going. I'm more heartbroken than anything else. Angry. It's just ridiculous and it makes us so angry. I'm just trying to figure out when did we start listening to these freaking weirdos like this? No matter the emotion. That's how I feel and I, I don't know what to do and how we fight back. Talk about it here on the sky. I think it's really important. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.